Hello and welcome to the final edition of On the Business Pitch. Despite the initial hiccups, the IPL seemed to have taken place smoothly. What were some of the best moments of the event? Will the next edition of the IPL be more exciting than what the audiences had witnessed this time around? Business Lines Chitra Narayan speaks with veteran sports journalist G. Raja Raman to learn more. Hi Raja, welcome to PL Podcast. So what did you think of the IPL? I mean, after all the initial hiccups, it seems to have gone off smoothly. But do you think it scored commercially? Thank you very much, Chitra, for having me on the BL podcast. Always a pleasure to be here. As far as IPL is concerned, I believe that it was a success and it has shown one more time that when Indians apply their mind to something complicated, they make it a simple success. I think IPL showed great organizational skills. IPL also showed that even despite the pandemic, India can pull off something. It would have been better had it been held in India, but something is better than nothing and it was a roaring success as far as I'm concerned, because it gave a lot of Indians something to look forward to at 7.30 every night. But what about the final match itself? People were expecting it to break all viewership records, but then there was the Bihar polls on the same day, so there were very conflicting reports on whether viewership got split or not. My own belief is that cricket has got its own viewership and because play started late in the evening, it would have not mattered at all what happened in the Bihar election result. Of course, there was some excitement there. There was lots of thrills and spills and people kept waiting for the results to be out. And some of it would have been split, but I think cricket is a completely different constituency, Chitra. There are people who are very interested in the sport and who would have watched the game. I'm not sure if the TRP numbers or the ratings are out and if they were at all operational at that point of time. But everybody who loves sport was watching the final. It was a disappointment. People would have expected Delhi to put up a better fight than it did against the Mumbai side. But overall, I think IPL was well received and came as a relief to citizens across the country who were in a bit of a spot because of the pandemic and life wasn't quite normal. This was the first sporting action of this scale that was happening and I think people were delighted that they could tune into their television set every evening and watch some cricket. So it kind of also sets the stage for the cricketing action ahead, right? I mean, India versus Australia and so on. What do you think? Even without spectators, these can be successful? They have shown. I think the IPL has really shown that without spectators, cricket is possible. In any case, Chitra, it is now being played for a larger audience beyond the stadium. The largest stadium in the world holds 100,000 spectators, but viewership goes into millions. And I think this is the key that we all have to understand now, that sport will be played not just for the handful of spectators in the stadium. I'm using handful very mindfully. It is not going to be played only for the spectators in the stadium. But I think the key really is in finding viewership beyond the stadium, and that is where the revenue comes in as well. So I don't think it really mattered to the players that stadiums were empty and that they were playing before for empty terraces. What mattered to them was an opportunity to showcase their skills, to get back to the ground and play the sport that they love so much. And I think another factor is also now you have OTT platforms so you can watch on your mobile phone, right? Did you personally watch it on television or on Hotstar? That would have also increased the viewership, right? 
I think what is happening is there are multiple platforms on which IPL becomes available. All sport becomes available across platforms. And I'm not so sure if viewership numbers, it is a game that everybody is playing. And while you might have television rating vary, people are watching on their mobile phones. People are watching on multiple screens, actually. Because there are times where television, whether it is on cable or whether it is on dish, is a little slower than what you get to see on OTT platform. And I think people are wary of not being too far behind the actual action. I did a YouTube show with Vijay Lokpalli, my friend at Pali, and there were times where we would be on the phone and I was getting action about good 15 seconds ahead of him. And then he switched on to OTT platforms to be able to watch it at the same time as me. So there are challenges in terms of putting the numbers right. But I think cricket is in a very unique position. It is sitting right at the top of the pole and it is not going to be challenged in a hurry in this country. Okay, looking forward, we seem to be staring at another IPL edition in less than four months or five months. If you're looking at BCCI's promise of holding it in April comes true. Do you think that's too close or should it be pushed forward? Chitra, personally speaking, as a sports journalist, I want sport to be played yesterday in this country because it is an industry and the industry has come to a grinding halt. Not very many people are speaking about it, but the sporting industry has come to a halt and that is not very good for a lot of people whose livelihood depends on sporting action. That aside, it's going to be a challenge for BCCI to bring IPL back into India in April or May, whenever they get the window. I think they will be challenged because many states are still recovering and still don't know if they can have public activity. So I believe India is capable of hosting an event like that in April and May and that we would have picked up the experience in the Middle East. And if we can use that to host an IPL edition in India, I think India will benefit from that. So, looking ahead to the next edition, do you think we'll have more teams going forward? Uh, there's plenty to look forward to. There is already talk of a ninth team and a tenth team coming in. will be interesting to see which cities are given. There is talk of Ahmedabad being given an IPL side and uh, there is some hope that Kerala will get back some IPL action as well. We got to see Mohanlal in the final IPL in Dubai and because of all this, there is some speculation. But BCCI has already told the franchises to wait till December before it unfolds its plan and it will be interesting to see whether Ahmedabad and Kerala get their teams and the format will have to be tweaked and that will be a challenge for IPL. With 10 teams, the action will be very different. The number of matches could change, right? Would they have the window to pull so many matches, etc.? Those are many questions. So the home and away format, which is very special for IPL, it allows teams to play half the matches at home and half the matches they are playing at different venues. That format will go for a toss if they have 10 teams playing each other. So they might have to split it into two groups so that the home and away format is retained. And that will allow teams to build their own fan base in their respective cities and for that alone I think they will want the home and away format. It's going to be interesting to see how BCCI comes up. Uh, we've had 10 teams before and it was a bit of a hodgepodge arrangement at that point of time when they had 10 teams. Hopefully BCCI will come up with something that is plausible and that is credible as well at the same time. All right. Anyway, look forward to the next edition being hosted in India. The hotel industry here has lost a lot of revenues because the IPL action was away, right? So there must be a lot of ancillary industries which run around the IPL. 
No doubt about that, Chitra. People tend to think that cricket is all about the 11 players who are on the ground and how much money they're making. Actually, IPL spawns a lot of employment, even if it is for a duration of three months, including six weeks before the tournament and six weeks during the tournament. For three months, people are engaged and there is a whole industry that revolves around IPL. You take travel, for example. Look at the number of flights that players will take. So the travel industry has taken a hit. The hotel industry, as you point out, has taken a hit. There are caterers who do a good job of feeding thousands of spectators in the stadium on a daily basis during IPL. They have missed out. And there are lots of other youngsters who have worked in IPL as volunteers and have made a career for themselves across different spectrums of organization of IPL. All of them will have missed having IPL in India this time. But hopefully, come April and May, all of these ancillary industries will, will regain the benefit of having IPL in India. So finally, who for you was the player of the tournament this time? I mean, who were the ones who caught your eye? But there were so many cricketers coming after a long spell of six or seven months without any cricket. There were a number of stars who shone Chitra. To be very honest, a number of internationals did really well. But my eyes were on three youngsters. There was Ravi Bishnoi who bowled leg spin for Pink Cleveland Punjab. He seemed to have a large heart and one for punishment and he bowled really well, picked up a few wickets as well. Then for Rajasthan Royals, there was this young fast bowler called Kartik Kyagi. He seems nippy and given the right kind of mentoring and guidance, he could be somebody who could play for India for a long time, got a very languid action and someone who has got the pace and is fearless. And then, of course, there was Devdat Padikal, who played some outstanding knocks at the beginning of IPL and established himself as a young emerging player. At 20, he has all the shots that he can aspire for. He has a very mature head on his shoulder and has got great temperament. So these three young cricketers caught my eye. And, of course, you can talk about the David Warners and the Jason Holders and the Kakiso Rabadas of the world. But these three young cricketers caught my eye. Thank you, Raja. As always, pleasure talking to you. And you bring the best cricketing insights. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chitra, for having me. Always a pleasure. Like I said, being on BL podcast is always a pleasure. And you are such a graceful host who would not want to be on a show of yours. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. 